Hey sister, welcome to season four of the Your Sorority Journey podcast. I'm Cassie, a sorority advocate and community enthusiast. After spending the last eight years traveling the country to experience sorority with sisters like you on your campuses and at your conferences, I started this podcast and her sorority journey to help you navigate the various seasons that sorority has to offer. From finding your place in sisterhood to running for officer positions, all the way to preparing for your career after graduation, This podcast is your guide on how to get the most out of your sorority and apply it to your goals in college. Thanks for inviting me along on your journey. Hey, Emily, welcome back to the Step Up series on the Your Sorority Journey podcast for our aspiring Leaders Week. I'm excited. I am so excited too. Love propping up sisters to be put into leadership positions. So excited to get into it. I know this is really fun because obviously sorority leadership has changed the trajectory of our lives. Like quite literally, I um, do not do what I do today. I do not have the skills I have today. I don't even think I have like the communication gifts or confidence that I have. I would not have those things without my experience being a sorority leader And I think sometimes that can be downplayed by how we talk about it or how it's referenced on TikTok or on social media, like in satire. But I am really excited to encourage any aspiring leaders today to fill out the dang application letter of intent, put their hat, name in the hat, whatever the process looks like for your chapter or community and how to go about that effectively. Um from a place of like humble confidence, not, um, not assuming or entitlement that you will get this position, but, uh, just a a place from genuine desire for contribution to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And also recognize that the value of sorority leadership is undeniable and, uh, is really valuable. So I'm curious, uh, maybe just let's start by saying, what was your experience like applying to be way back when, when you were vice president of philanthropy, what went through your mind? What was on your heart as you prepared your version of an application for vice president of philanthropy? Yeah, back then, back in pre-COVID times, right? It feels like everything was so different way, way back when, quote unquote. Totally. But um, it was an interesting choice so I had some sisters thankfully it kind of um encouraged me and tell me the things that I do well within the chapter and that they saw that I could really go far with leadership and so I will always be so thankful to them to just have that encouragement and that little push to be put into a position I knew I was never going to be like financed, like numbers don't work in my head like that. Right? Yeah, me so, um, I'm like, yeah, philanthropy sounds great. Helping others, love it. So um, just kind of threw my hat in the ring. Uh, I want to say our application process was pretty laid back. Um, it was an application sent to our advisor. And then Alpha Z Delta does a nominating committee that reviews all the applications and place with people and you get the call and accept you don't (laughs) um it was a pretty painless process but definitely getting myself to that point was a lot of encouragement from others and just kind of like 
well, I have nothing to lose. I'm just a young chapter member. Yeah. Um, things can only improve if I don't get it. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Just like open palms. I I remember feeling that way too. I uh, was tapped. Uh, we talked about this last week, but I was tapped by the Panhellenic delegate to apply or to submit a letter of intent that Sigma Kappa's process um, to be Panhellenic delegate. And I was really excited about that potential. Um, being a freshman asked to apply for an executive council position, I was like, okay, this is exciting. But Heck I had yeah. already had it on my heart to apply for the sisterhood chair role. So I, I decided to like submit an, an LOI for both. And I ended up getting a call similar to Alpha Z. We had a a slating committee is what we called it. And um, I got a call to accept, um, I got a call about the sisterhood chair position. And I was just excited to be uh, called and have the opportunity to be slated for something. So I accepted um, the nomination and I was really eager. But the way they did it, which was really interesting, um, was it was very secretive and maybe that's the way it is in your organization too you couldn't share that you were nominated with anyone until like the slate was released in chapter right so I didn't tell anyone and so the panelic delegate who um was not on the slaying committee didn't see my name on the slate because we went it was a two-week election process we would elect executive council and then we would elect um the chairs the next week and so she still nominated me off the floor for panel like delegate. And I that's ended up being the position that I received. And so the slate was open for sisterhood chair the next week. Um, but I remember when I was submitting my letters of intent, I remember feeling just like a little overwhelmed. Like, what do I talk about? Like I've, I've been in the chapter for like two months. So I, I've had an amazing experience with both panelic and sisterhood. Um, but most of the leadership experiences I'm pulling from are, from high school, um, I'm like literally brand new to ASU. Like I'm still getting, like figuring out my class schedule for next semester, you know? Anyways, I just remember feeling that sense of like overwhelm at the process and not knowing what to talk about or how to like most effectively communicate the things I was really passionate about. Um, and so I think that's the goal of our episode today is to really give you some confidence about how to sell yourself um, to the nominating committee, to the slating committee, to the chapter at large, depending on your process, um, so that you can feel really confident about not only what you have to contribute to the chapter, but also what the chapter um, will do for you ultimately throughout your leadership role. Because I think it is good that we take on things that are dual faceted, that we recognize that we we contribute to things that also contribute to us. That's a that's a good thing. Um, so I guess like just just to start us off, I think you mentioned a topic that we talked about last week of um, being empowered and encouraged by your by another sister to apply for a role. What did that conversation look like? Did you like have follow up questions about the role? Um, I'm curious if you could just share like some like guidance for what maybe a conversation with a sister who's in the role that you are aspiring to be in could look like? Yeah, definitely. I had a different chair on the philanthropy team uh, before I was philanthropy vice president. So obviously that gave me a little bit of insight into what the philanthropy VP does, 
uh, what the team function functions as and like where that place within the chapter is. Um, so that I was thankful for, but um, I did have a sister who did encourage and empower me to um, apply, like I said. So she had had the position of philanthropy vice president, I think the year before I joined Alpha Z Delta. Yeah. Um, and she just noticed in me that I was hungry, I guess, a little bit, if you want to put it that way, um, to be a leader and be someone in the chapter and contribute to this organization in a certain way. And so I was like, okay, well, what values is it or what strengths are you seeing that I have that could be used in this role? Um, and once she started naming, like, well, you can public speak. That's like a huge thing um, that you can stand up in front of donors and get them to donate to our cause. Yeah. Um, so definitely um I had some questions about that but having that insight on the team I didn't have too many questions about the role itself um because I've been I had been seeing it every day for that year already yeah and so I think that's that's a really good example of experience different than mine right of when you've been around that position and you've had time to contribute to that sphere of the chapter you are applying in a very different way than someone who, um, for for one reason or another, maybe you're a new newer member, or maybe you mm-hmm. just haven't thought about being involved in that area of the chapter until elections roll around. You're coming at this from two different angles, right? I think if you have been around that area of the chapter for a while, your entry point um, at, at as an applicant or writing an L- uh, LOI or whatever throwing your hat in the ring, uh, is going to be a little bit more knowledgeable, right? You have specific experiences to pull from. You have specific contributions to reference that you've made. You have um, maybe even some metrics to say, like, this is how what I helped accomplish on this team. Um, and so when you go, uh, if you weren't approached, if, when you go to the officer who is in a position that you aspire to hold, you are able to say, hey, I've loved working with you this year. I've loved learning from you. Um, what do you think, um, or do you think it could be a good fit for this position? I think that the posture of humility um, can make a big difference, right? When you are approaching the sister who's in that leadership role, everybody wants to feel like trusted. Um, and so when you're able to approach them and say, hey, either what skills do you think I need to grow in to apply for this position if it's a little earlier than in the year, then we're having this conversation. Um, what skills do I need to grow in? Or uh, do you think I would be a good fit? And if you think I'd be a good fit, what do you think have been my biggest contributions to this area of the chapter? I think when you ask those questions, you put that officer in a really unique space to like, we talked about last week, really empower you and speak truth and encouragement over you and the desire on your heart to impact the future of the chapter, which is a really good thing. Uh, I think too often we, as officers, withhold that, um, not on purpose, just from a place of being busy. And so approaching elections is a really good time to do that. And I bet that officers will be really encouraged that you reached out to her to say that you're interested because that's a huge sigh of relief for her that someone who's been working closely with her throughout the year 
is going to carry the torch and like continue on, or at least will be in the running to do so. So I think that's a great way to position yourself. And then she will be able to give you a lot of guidance about how to talk about your contributions. And also throughout that conversation, it might come up even why you're so passionate about this area of the chapter. Um, either through prior reflection to that conversation or through that conversation, I bet that you will leave with a pretty good sense of how to fill out the Google form or whatever format is available to you to put yourself out there. On the other side of things, if you are in my position, right, and you are either approached or really interested in being a leader in the chapter, I think it's a good idea to consider why. Why do these positions seem interesting to me? Is it an alignment of skill set? Is it um, skill set or like degree of study? Maybe you're interested in a certain, uh, you might be interested in a certain position because it aligns with what you're actually studying in college, which is another beautiful thing about sorority leadership is that correlation. Um, or it could be that that is like a really front facing position and you want the experience to like be an ambassador of the organization. I think getting real with yourself about your motivations for wanting to be in different positions, one, can really prepare you to communicate those not only in your application, but to the officer who currently has that position when you reach out to her. Um, and also too, can make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, right? We all know the positions that um, get a lot of attraction for maybe the wrong reasons, right? Like we all think it's going to be so much fun to plan the social events, right? Or um, be the face of the chapter through recruitment when really that isn't always as fun as it cracks up to be. Um, and so it's, it's, or president, right? Everybody, not everybody, but often we like look to president as like a really sought after position. It's good to know your motivations and have a little um, basis, like a, a stronger basis to fall back on before going into conversations with the sister who has that position. Um, I don't know, have you seen this happen, right? When I'm sure you've seen this happen when members of the chapter are interested in a position that they don't have a lot of experience with, how would you advise them to have a conversation with the sister who's currently in the position? Definitely. This gets a little bit tougher when you're a newer member, kind of like your experience of like, maybe you didn't know the sister in the position, but at the end of the day, we are all sisters, um, at whether you've been initiated or not at the time of your uh, discussion, but um, they are definitely willing to sit down with you and um, hopefully give you at least a minute of their time. Um, and I think to give them some grace, maybe they aren't expecting uh, to be asked and they might need their thoughts together. But I think just uh, like you said, having a little bit of humility and going to them or if you have them on GroupMe or Instagram or whatever. And if you just want to get coffee, if you want to meet at the chapter house, if you have that um, and just kind of pick their brain on what you do like what I I know you plan this but what exactly is that and how do you manage the people under you um depends on how what level of curiosity you have as well what yeah. have you seen in the, so far are you a junior uh member who's been there for three years are you a brand new member who just got to college two weeks ago you know yeah. it really depends on where you are coming from 
but I think just that humility of like, hey, I don't know everything and I think you're cool and I want to be like you. So let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I think most, I think you made a really good point. That can feel really intimidating for us as new members or as um not as connected members that uh, then we'd want to be, right? Or maybe we've been really involved in another sphere of the chapter thinking like, oh, I, I really like to be vice president of philanthropy and then you get in the weeds a little bit and you're like, I actually think this is a good fit, but I've been really involved, just maybe not in the area that I want to be. Um, I also think it's okay to have conversations with multiple officers. Maybe you meet with the vice president of philanthropy in that example and say, I've loved working with you this year. I just don't think this position is like well suited for me. Do you have an idea of like where I would be better suited? Um, I think that question in the in terms of being open to multiple positions is really important regardless of what position you want to be on. I remember saying this as a panhellenic officer, like I am looking for candidates to apply for this process that are interested in more than one position. If you were only interested in president or you were only interested in vice president of recruitment, I don't think you're going to be a good fit on the board because we need leaders that are in tune and connected with all the different departments of the chapter, even if they are just responsible for overseeing the logistics of one. So I think to echo what you said, going into that meeting with that officer with an open mind to say, I'm really interested in your area of this chapter for these reasons. These are my passions. These are my skill sets. These are the hopes that I would like to get. Do you think I would be a good fit for this position? That's a great question. Or do you think there's a, another position that could also be a good fit? Um, and I think asking those questions after asking that officer, tell me what you do. What's been the best part of your position? What's been a hard part of your position? And where do you hope the next officer takes this? I think those are really three really valuable questions to lead into. I'm interested in this position for these reasons. It's like a job interview, right? You're trying to like make sure your answers correlate with the job description right so you just heard her share all these things use things from what she said if it's true about what you want to accomplish to correlate with the things that you want to accomplish and the things that you're hopeful for and then from there you can leave with the ask of do you think I'd be a good fit for this or do you think that I'd be a good fit elsewhere where do you see um there being opportunity for me to really invest because there's always somewhere I hope everyone listening hears this. There is always somewhere for you to contribute your skills, gifts, and talents to the chapter. Um, sometimes it's entitled officer form. Sometimes it's entitleless officer form. But there's always somewhere for you to contribute. And so as you go into this election season, I want you to rest assured there's room for you. There's a seat at the table for you to contribute. And uh, don't be afraid to have bold conversations that elevate the officer that you've seen run that sphere of the chapter this year um, and ask boldly if they see you being a good fit in that role or what skill sets, if you're a younger member of the chapter, you can work to develop over the next year to be ready to run for that role um, in the future. I love that so much. And I love that you mentioned just asking like, what qualities do I have that could be good or what can I develop in the next year ask your big sister ask your 
yeah. you know, whoever you're closest to in the chapter as your roommate, you know, um, it doesn't just have to be, obviously you want to go to the officer for those specifics um, on that role. But if you're really unsure of just like what you bring to the table and how awesome of a person you are, just start asking those around you. And obviously your chapter um, chose you and has poured into whether this is your first year or your last year um, for a reason. They see something in you and allow them to keep propping you up and um, pushing you uh, in alpha beta fashion to realize your potential because it's limitless. I love that. What a great note to end on. Thank you for joining us um, for our first episode for Aspiring Leaders as part of our Step Up series. We hope to see you about how to support your sisters regardless of the outcome of elections on Thursday. Awesome. I'm so excited. Thanks. However you listen, whether on your walk to class or drive to work, during your workout, or just while you're getting ready in the morning, thank you for tuning in to the Your Sorority Journey podcast today. If you resonated with this episode in any way, it would mean the world if you would tell a friend about it. Either share this episode to your Instagram story, throw the link to listen in your chapter or executive council group chat, or write a review on Apple Podcasts so more sisters can find guidance on their sorority journey just like you did. As always, sister, we are here for you and can't wait to chat again next week.